Good morning and welcome to Wednesday morning, March the 8th in 2023 on When I Rise. Today we continue year A, the third Sunday in Lent, and sometimes on the Wednesday of the week we have to pick up an extra passage which either comes to us from the Revised Common Lectionary in this week of the church's calendar year, or like this week, if there's only four this week, that we have to kind of figure out one for ourselves. And so I, m- I mentioned it previously on an episode, as in yesterday's, that uh, this Masa and Meribah story that we read about in Exodus 17 is in two Psalms, uh, Psalm 95 that we covered yesterday and Psalm 81, which we'll cover today. So let me read Psalm 81, uh, provide a couple points for reflection, and then we'll spend our time praying along the theme that we find there. Thanks for making us part of your morning on When I Rise. Let's allow our souls to rise and meet God together in a time of prayer. Psalm 81. Rejoice out loud to God our strength. Shout for joy to God, Jacob's God. Take up a song and strike the drum, sweet lyre, along with the harp. Blow the horn on the new moon at the full moon for our day of celebration. Because this is the law for Israel. This is a rule of Jacob's God. He made it a decree for Joseph when he went out against the land of Egypt. When I heard a language I did not yet know. I lifted the burden off your shoulders. Your hands are free from the brick basket. In distress you cried out, so I rescued you. I answered you in the secret of thunder. I tested you at the waters of Meribah. Listen, my people, I'm warning you. If only you would listen to me, Israel. Therefore, there must be no foreigner God among you. You must not bow down to any strange deity. I am the Lord your God who brought you up out of Egypt's land. Open your mouth wide, I will fill it up. But my people, you wouldn't listen to my voice. Israel simply wasn't agreeable toward me. So I sent them off to follow their willful hearts. They followed their own advice. How I wish my people would listen to me. How I wish Israel would walk in my ways. Then I would subdue their enemies in a second. I would turn my hand against their foes. Those who hate the Lord would grovel before me, and their doom would last forever. But I would feed you with the finest wheat. I would satisfy you with honey from the rock. This is the word of God for us. There's a good chance that Psalm 81 was used during a time of reflection and during one of the holidays in the Israelite worship calendar year, there's this sense, as we see early on in this psalm, that there's like the blasting of the trumpet, uh, which was a sign at the beginning of a celebration, at least a couple of the different feasts uh, throughout the calendar year. And, uh, you know, time like this is a cause for celebration. It's also a, it's a time for reflection, right? And um, we, at times we tend to only reflect on the good things, right? We When we get together with family, it's a lighthearted affair. It's, we want it to be a time of levity. Right. And so we, we tend to, you know, bring up stories that bring laughter or that uh, remind us of the sentimental in our family. But it's also good um, when we're taking stock of where we are and who we are and where we could go and who we could become by looking at the low times as well. And that's what seems to be at the heart of Psalm 81. We look uh, in verses six and following. We have like this high time of the Exodus. Right. I love this language. God's words say, I lifted the burden off your shoulders. Your hands are free of the brick basket. 
In distress, you cried out, and I rescued you. I answered you in the secret thunder, right? So God wants to remind Israel that uh, there was a time when they felt like they were destitute. They were lifting their voice. They had these impossible standards from uh, Pharaoh in Egypt, and they wondered where their help was going to come from. And uh, we can be reminded in Exodus chapter 3, this vivid conversation that Moses and God had where God was like resonating with the plight of his people. Like he wanted to go down and do something about it, right? So this God was there and he heard them and he wanted to see them leave the brick basket behind us, leave that land and go to a place of freedom. So that's the high time, right? Let's look at the low time now. Verse uh, 7 says, I tested you at the waters of Meribah. And then this uh, admonition, listen, my people, I'm warning you. If only you would listen to me, Israel. There must be no foreign God among you. You must not bow down to any strange deity. I am the Lord your God who brought you up from, the, from Egypt's land. Open your mouth wide and I will fill it up. And so God is giving this command once again, don't worship idols, right? And that seems to be at the heart of not just Psalm 85, but also Psalm 95 yesterday. So it seems like this event in Exodus 17, it's mentioned again in early Deuteronomy, where Israel grumbled against their God and God provided water from a rock, that this was a test, right? And think about that story. Think about like, you are thirsty. You got like a legitimate complaint, but maybe you've, you know, vented a bit too much. You're like dunking on the situation by saying, you know what, like maybe leaving Egypt was a bad idea. And of course it's absurdity, right? Like you were enslaved in Egypt. You were being, you know, grinded down into oblivion and God freed you. Yes, you're thirsty, uh, but don't, to, uh, don't uh, fail this test that God is presenting for you. Will you trust him once again? Like obviously you called out to him in Egypt, so you're willing to trust him then. But how about are you willing to trust him now, right? And so this this vivid uh, memory from the past of waters coming from the rock at Mirabah where they failed the test, God wants to bring that forward to the present and say, remember me once more and I'll provide for you once again. I just love this vivid image in verse 10. Open your mouth wide, I will fill it up. And we go down further. Um, verse 16, the very last verse of this psalm. But I will feed you with the finest wheat, and I would satisfy you with honey from the rock. So it's not just water from the rock, but it's honey from the rock. So God's able to bring blessing and almost like this uh, delicacies from a source that seems like nothing, right? But, uh, you know, imagining that's one thing, but like walking in faith towards that is quite another. I just want you to think about like all the, the stories that you and I can remember, right? The ones that inspire us and stir us up. They tend to have like a similar plot where we've got this person, right? And they're like heading towards something and it seems like impossible odds. And we get the impression like everyone else would turn back, but for whatever reason, they had this this inward conviction to keep on going. And as they did, and as they endured the hardship, they got to the other side and, oh, wow. Like when they got to the other side, they were just amazed about the reward, the blessing, the goodness, the whatever on the other side that made all of that uh, bewilderment perhaps and all that waiting where they had to be patient. They made it all worth it, right? There was like a rush of blessing that surrounded them, right? I think maybe that's what's going on in the worst, this worshiping community. They've gotten together. They've been pilgrims to Jerusalem. They've lifted their voices. Uh, the, the trumpet has blast. And maybe they're considering like in this moment of celebration, but like, you know what though? Like we've got some hard stuff going on as a nation. Like we heard these rumors of these foreign armies and empires encroaching upon our, our boundary lines. Or maybe they've got a burden inside, right? Like 
uh, they've got this issue where like they're running out of money at home or like maybe the last couple of crops haven't really yielded much and so like there's like this this expectation of scarcity in the community but they hear this once more they hear these stories about how God delivered them and they were able to leave the brick basket behind and they were able uh, even though they vented and were dunking on their situation and blaming God and Moses at Meribah God still provided for them because he's a covenant God who keeps pursuing his people maybe then like hearing these stories once more like we're able to say yeah times are tough but God's faithful and I can continue to move ahead right and I think maybe that's what meets us this morning um, yeah like we've seen God do some stuff and um, we, we're catching ourselves wringing our hands and we're catching ourselves like wondering how we're going to make it through. And there's nothing wrong with this. Like God's not like, you know, Principal Strickland with the ruler, you know, angry, scowling, you know, calling us slackers because we don't seem to have faith in this moment. But God wants to tell us a story once again so that there's like this little, this little hope begins to, to f- shine inside our souls it can begin to build and some momentum begins to build. I mean, you take this next faithful step. Yes, it may be a step into the darkness, but we get to step towards the light. And we, we get to learn to walk by faith and not by sight. So that's how this Psalm meets me today. He said, take the next faithful step. Remember God's faithfulness and hear this, hear this like fatherly voice that comes from Psalm 81. Like I'm going to fill you with the finest stuff. Like, I'm going to be there for you. So let's keep on walking together. So maybe you need to hear that as well. Keep on walking because God is with you and he'll see you to the other side. So with those things in mind, let's spend some time praying to our God this morning. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we thank you for the gift of your word, which allows us to hear the story once again. Um, The word is not primarily for us to compare our religion to other religions or to collaborate people uh, with our truth against their truth, but it's for us as worshipers and as children of God uh, to hear the story so that we can learn to take the next steps forward. God, we confess to you that we're like the people of Israel who were gathering in Jerusalem and they heard this psalm and they heard the trumpet blast and yes, they wanted to remember the old story, but they couldn't help but but be encumbered uh, with worry and fear and anxiety because of the things that were going on in their life and in their community. So God, we pray that just as this uh, psalm was able to help them recalibrate towards faith and walking by faith, that we ask for that same grace, for that same courage this morning. God, we uh, enter into a time of prayer confessing that we need you, uh, that we we lose our own way when we use our own devices and we own our, our own thoughts and our own plans. But we thank you that um, you hold us and all things together. And so we come to your courts once more. And we ask that you tell us a story, that that story would give us hope deep within, and that you give us the illumination to de- take the next faithful step. So God help us today. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey there, friends, as you've, if you've hung out all the way to the end here, I don't do this very often, but it's worth just making mention from time to time that I've got a Patreon page. There's a link in the show notes um, that allows you to kind of look at the page. Patreon's this uh, way in which you want to support creatives, um, like some of the people who write and people who, I don't know, make videos and who make podcasts, like you can support them directly. And so I've got this little Patreon page, like 
maybe eight or nine people supported me, five bucks a month uh, from the very beginning. I told the Patreon community that uh, I use a bit of it to help develop the podcast if I need some technology upgrades or something like that. Then I use you know a little bit of it just to you know uh, send it to somebody else. Uh, we've sent it to Charity Water. We've helped dig some wells. Um, I've also given it to St. Jude uh, for the children's cancer research, the good people at St. Jude. So if you'd like to support the pod, either just a one-time gift or five bucks a month, uh, follow the Patreon page. And uh, I don't know, man, help me out. So thanks for hearing me out. See you next time.